In this episode of Crystal Uncorked, I am sitting down in person with Dominic Burtek of Burtek Family Vineyards. And I just recently met Dominic and was introduced to his wines and his company in May of this year, 2021. And I just have to say, I have so enjoyed getting to know Dominic and his family and just being a part of their business. I'm a member of their vineyard. I love their wines, the Miley Rosé that we're drinking in this episode, and their Syrah is my top two favorites, but I've loved every wine that I've tried there. And this is so special because... You know, Dominic did not grow up in the wine industry. He actually didn't even drink wine that very, that much. He, uh, after going to Sonoma and having an amazing weekend with family and friends, he came back and decided, Hey, let's grow some vines. Let's get into the industry. And so he initially thought, let's do 400 plants of cab. He loved cab. That was his favorite, but his wife liked Chardonnay. So she's like, no, you've got to plant Chardonnay. And so they did compromise like you do in a healthy marriage and decided to plant both cab and Chardonnay. However, they didn't just do 400 vines. They did 2000 and they're growing them here in Southern California in Encinitas, which is very close to the ocean. And I am so excited to try their Encinitas wines. I haven't got to try them yet because they planted these a couple years ago and it takes time. It takes patience. They just harvested the Chardonnay. So uh, they will be out soon um, to try, which is very exciting. But in this episode... I asked Dominic, you know, what kind of advice he has for anybody who is wanting to get into this industry. You know, I find it very inspiring that he just started without having any kind of knowledge. He just really put the work in into researching and learning. And I've done several tours at their property. And you'll often hear Dominic talk about Google. You know, he Googled this and he Googled that. And uh, and it's so exciting because we have all this information at our fingertips to learn almost anything that we want to. You just have to be willing to put in the work and have the passion. And he has... Uh, him and his family and his team have really put in the work to build this, uh, the Burtek family vineyards. And, um, you know, he, he mentions patience, asking the right questions, having the right team. I can't agree more. Uh, Dominic actually has a construction company that he's had for 30 years. So he was able to bring all of that knowledge and experience into this business, which of course can help speed things up. But still, he's learned a lot along the way of actually having a vineyard and making wine. So you'll love this episode. Ideally, you're watching it because we are on their property and it's just so gorgeous. You'll hear a little bit of wind. Um, so if you are listening from an audio perspective, you'll hear a little wind, but you'll still hear our conversation. So let's die. Oh, actually, I just want to say Burtek Family Vineyard. Dot com. You could buy their wines online. You don't have to be a member. But if you are local, don't walk, run, go to their tasting room that's opening soon, make a reservation, check out their property, taste their wines. I know you're going to love them. And they're just a really special family. Like I just feel like family. And I can't believe how much Dominic remembers. Every time I'm there, he remembers all of our conversations. He's just a very special human. So enjoy this episode. Let's dive in. 
Hello, I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. I'm a curious, wine-loving entrepreneur who loves to learn and have open and honest conversations. Join me and my amazing guests as we talk about all sorts of relatable business and life stuff. It's my goal that you'll have fun, learn something new, and get inspired. Wine is not required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. Dominic, welcome to Crystal Uncorked. I'm so thrilled you're here. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Um, okay, what are we drinking? We're going to start there. Well, we're starting off with a little Miley Rosé. Uh, it's after my daughter, Miley. She uh, she designed this uh, whole bottle. So, so it's kind good. of uh, unique. You know, it has the Hawaiian letters and uh, the Birtek uh, crest. So she designed the uh, the Miley Rosé and the bottle and everything. So it's really tasty. It's so tasty. And this is maybe, you know, I've been here a few times because I think I have a problem. I'm like obsessed with your winery. Uh, I'm not a big rosé person, but I love this rosé. So cheers. Cheers. We'll try it here. Well, you don't have a problem. You're just a good member. I'm just a good member, yeah, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And keep it's a, coming back. And it's a beautiful place here, and it's relaxing, and uh, we've got horses and a lot of things here for people yes. who want to come back. I know, exactly. I mean, we have yeah. horses here. There's vines all over the property. All over. we got uh, 3,000 vines now. Wow. Yeah, we have a uh, Cabernet, okay. uh, which is a French uh, clone, and we have a Syrah, which is a French clone, and we have a Robert Young Chardonnay, one take. And then we just planted uh, a Pinot, which is a French clone. Oh, you did do Pinot? Yeah, we oh just gosh. planted it last week, so we're really excited about That's that. That's awesome. So then how much wine does 3,000 vines produce? You know, uh, the first uh, first harvest will be probably about 10 to 15 barrels. Okay. And that'll be about uh, 40% of what it should max out at. So. Okay. Uh, it'll keep growing from there year after year when the uh, vines get established, the roots go a little deeper. Okay. Yeah. So awesome. we're excited. We're having our first harvest this year since our vines, our first set of vines has been in the ground two years. Okay. So, yeah. So we harvested our Chardonnay uh, two weeks ago. So we got uh, about 85 gallons. Uh, so we'll get probably about uh, 300 to 400 bottles. Of our first estate Chardonnay. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to try it. Yeah, That's so awesome. then uh, we're going to pick our Syrah here in a week or two. Okay. And uh, the interesting thing about the Syrah is our, our winemaker uh, is thinking of making a rosé out of our Syrah grapes. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. So, you know, the Syrah is a, a dark fruit, but, you know, if you don't, uh, when you make it, if you don't let the uh, skin hit the juice for too long, it'll stay light. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I love your Syrah. That, I think that's my favorite. Yeah. I love everything, but I think the Syrah is my favorite. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've had the chance to kind of chat through my times here, and you are new to the wine industry. Like, you, you're not a sommelier. You didn't grow up in this industry. You have just this passion for wine, and you and your wife decided to start this winery. Will you take us through that beginning of what was the inspiration to start Birdtech Winery? Yeah, you know... Uh... You're right, I wasn't into wine very much, hardly drank wine, and uh, it was my wife's birthday. We went up to Sonoma with uh, a lot of family and friends and uh, just had an amazing time and uh, came back and wanted to plant uh, just 400 plants, and it was going to be a Cabernet because I love Cabernet. My wife 
goes, you can't, you gotta do Chardonnay. And I go, well, that means I have to plant 200 Chardonnay, 200, ah, that's not enough. So I, I started expanding from there. And we actually went from thinking we were gonna plant 400 to when we were done, we planted uh, 2,000 vines. Oh my gosh. And yeah, we drove uh, uh, the nursery crazy because every week we go, oh no, it's 500, no, it's 1,000, no, it's 15, no, it's two, no, it's this. So we must have called her 50 times and changed. And uh, so yeah, she was very patient and uh, it was Duarte Nursery. So Tia there, she was very uh, helpful in picking the right bridles, picking the right root stock. And so, you know, we definitely asked a lot of questions. And uh, so we feel blessed that we got good vines because, you know, starting off, you don't know. But if you ask the right questions, you meet the right people, uh, you know, it, it worked out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so then how did you start learning everything to run a winery? You know, yeah, you know, I think what helped is being 30 years with our construction company. So the business was, sense of it was kind of natural. Um, but during the process with uh, a good, my good friend James, and you met James okay. a couple of times, mm -hmm. James and I went to high school together. So we've been friends since uh, 16, 14. Wow. Yeah, so Jimmy was here, he saying Okay. Yeah. Wow. So he and I would uh, go wine tasting, you know, every Saturday and Sunday to Fallbrook, Temecula. And uh, what we do is just uh, video, take pictures of the vineyards. And uh, would, uh, I would research a lot on the, the internet. So I okay. Googled everything. Uh huh. So, you know, it was a team effort, you know, so our. We have a building division as well, so our building employees were a little bit slow, which worked out perfect. So they, so a group of about eight of our guys came out here, and I'd send them pictures every night how we're gonna build the trellis. So we'd build the trellis, and then we've got the vine. So you know, just asking a lot of questions, going to different wineries, and uh, uh, it was it got us to planning. You yeah. Know? So then once we planted everything. It was like, uh-oh, that's two years away. Right. And, you know, being in this beautiful setting with a lot of horses and a lot of people that ride horses, they'd always see us working in the vineyard and want to know when is the wine coming. Yeah. So I had a big problem then. Yeah. So, you know, I got on uh, winebiz.com, which is uh, a website, and I ended up buying uh, some uh, Syrah grapes, uh, Merlot, and Cab. Okay. And uh, so we brought it back to San Diego and made it, and it's still aging, you know. So that was in 2019, uh, the harvest of 2019. So okay. we're getting ready to bottle that. Nice. But once we, uh, you know, made our wine and it got in a barrel, it's like, oh, what's next? Right. We got to wait another year and a half, <laughs> two years. Right. So we ended up, uh, you know, looking for bulk wine, and uh, so made a couple really nice. Uh, influential winemakers in Napa nice. that learned a lot from them. So we ended up buying a, a 2017 cab, an 18 cab, and then a 2018 Syrah, a Chardonnay, and a Sauv Blanc. So those were our first varietals that we ended up bottling, and we bottled those in December of 2020. Okay, yeah. December 2020. Yeah. And then when, which, you know, that's an interesting year to be in business. Um, you started in 2019? Yes. 
And then when did the winery and tasting room here open? You know, it uh, opened after we got our uh, ABC license. So, you know, what we do is offer for our members to have free vineyard tours and they come out and and uh, they enjoy the environment, the vines, and tasting some of the wines. So, yeah, that started uh, 2020, probably about March. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what would you say, like, one thing I love about you and your wife, Julie, is you don't have this experience, but it's just, I want to do this and I have this passion. So I'm going to go on this website, you know, google.com, figure it out, ask questions. And you didn't let it hold you guys back. You just created this amazing place for people to enjoy wine, learn about wine, taste wine, and awesome wine. So cheers, by the way, cheers to again. doing that. Thank you for doing that. Um, what has been a challenge in, uh, we've got a nice airplane flying over us, our sound yeah. might get that a little bit. Um, what has been one of the challenges in starting the winery? You know, uh, I'm kind of an interesting person because I don't uh, look at challenges as, as challenges. You know, it's just things you got to deal with in life. So, you know, I, I just keep going, you know, and if there's a, a roadblock, I kind of call it, you know, I guess you can call it a challenge sure, as well. Sure, sure. Um, you know, I just go, okay, how do we work around this? You know, what can we do? And, you know, so as long as you keep marching forward, you know, you can always figure out a way to get something done. Right. So, you know, we... Uh, you know, right after we bottled our wine, we ended up getting our website open. Uh, so that came out really good. And it was a team effort, you know, between my daughter, my wife, James, uh, Nicole. Um, so we had a good team around us uh, and Julie. So, you know, we're, I think what makes our family unique and why wine is really good, you know, the website, kind of everything we do is just we're very passionate about things and take a lot of pride in what we do so you know if the, if the lettering's off a little bit yeah. you gotta fix it yeah so you know we spent a lot of time with all that you know like my daughter's uh, rosé you know it was the rosé has to go up an eighth of an inch the lettering's got to do this the lettering's got to do that but you know it's proud to see it because you know she's very passionate about it yeah so you know i think uh having the whole family being passionate about something and being together and you know it made it special totally. so you know it's just we kind of all march together laugh have fun and uh and it makes it fun yeah no kidding so problem solving is a big part of this and team having a great team surround you and it's so great that your family is with is part of that team makes it extra special um and i could tell that you guys have a lot of attention to detail even just in the wines that you guys have like it's they're really good wines you know when you go to a winery and yeah. it's like eh, i didn't really like any of those or maybe there's one that you like like right. i've never had one that i don't like so I'm obviously not the the biggest wine connoisseur there is, but still, people love your wine, and it's great wine. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah. What has been one of your most rewarding experiences or, or situations through this whole launching the winery? You know, I think it was our first bottling. You know, it didn't uh, hit till all of a sudden you see 8,500 bottles with your name on it yeah. and you got your daughter and your son and your wife and your best friend there and you're seeing this and you go oh <laughs> my god yeah is this really happening yeah 
And so really, I think that moment, it kind of changed things for us. Like, this is real. This is real. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah. It's got to be so cool just holding this bottle. Like, this is our bottle. This is our name. We're moving forward. We did it. Big milestone. And it happened just like that. And it happened. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, What would you, do you have advice for anybody who wants to do something similar, who, who wants to get into the wine industry, but doesn't have the experience, but has the passion? You know, uh, whatever you do, you just got to be thorough. Um, you got to be excited about it. You can't uh, be wishy-washy about it. So if you finally make the decision you want to do something, uh, you have to go get it. Yeah. You know, and you have to be patient. Uh, you know, it, it can't be about the money. You know, it's got, to me, uh, the, the interesting thing about wine and the winery and everything, it's more people, you know, more people food conversations and things like that so it really kind of has changed me a little bit because being in construction my whole life you know it's kind of a tough business and and, uh, you know god has a way of making things happen so you know i feel that with the winery meeting people like yourself and having good conversation and sharing the good wine it it just it's a lot of fun so you know uh, somebody starting out new you just got to be have passion and and take baby steps you know to me is uh what what i always do in my life and is uh take baby steps like me i planted a vineyard you know and the way i looked at it was well if my vineyard fails i'm not going to put my family in jeopardy so i can handle that right you know when we bought our first barrel of wine you know it's not going to hurt my family. Right, so right. I just kept doing baby steps and, and making good decisions. You know, so, you know, starting off new, you got to be passionate, make good decisions, uh, ask a lot of questions, you know, and uh, listen to your heart mm-hmm. and, uh, and and just make good decisions, you know, and, yeah. and you'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. No, you got to... Uh, uh, you just got to let it grow naturally and you know if you if you want too much too quick uh it'll get out of control and that's when the winery runs you or you know whatever you do in life and if it's running a winery you want to run the winery right exactly yeah Yeah. kind of trust the process right i mean patience in running a business is so required and having that trust of knowing like i see the vision i have the passion i'm willing to commit be patient and it will it works out like but really you have to have that trust which can be hard yeah for for many of us i experience that sometimes in my own business you know like you expect things to happen right away or a certain way but that's not always how it is so you gotta just go with the flow and figure it out um do you are you like a podcast or listener or book reader you know, I, I do read books, but uh, not as much because they put me to sleep. So <laughs> okay. what I try to do is go on the Internet uh, because I can flip around and read a lot of articles quick and try to get to the point. So, yeah, uh, you know, so I, I, I like the Internet. Yeah. And uh, I've learned a lot on the Internet. Yes, you have. I mean, when we did our first tour here, we were asking you questions we're like how'd you figure that out and you're like i googled i googled i mean really like we have so much information at our fingertips you can create almost anything you want just be willing to put in the work do the research 
which obviously you have done. But um, I just love that that was like your answer for a lot of things. I Googled, I yeah. Googled, you know, like nothing profound, just I Googled. Um, but in a way it is. Which is a good resource. It's a great resource. And quick. Yes, exactly. You don't have to go to the library. No. You don't have to look for that special book. Right, right. You can figure it out. Yeah. I ask, is there any kind of book or like um, resource that you are reading on the internet that you would recommend, whether it's for business or um, even personally or in the wine industry? Uh, no, I Google yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you want to learn like uh, when's the right time to pick Syrah, I Google when's the right time to pick Syrah. <laughs> yep. uh, you know, and then I'll look at the videos and you learn a little bit from there as well. Right. Um, so yeah, you just uh, do that, and then really uh, through the journey, you know, I've tried to meet good people uh, and ask a lot of good questions. So, you know, I have met a lot of good friends uh, in a short period of time in the wine industry that uh, has helped me tremendously. Just at just you know uh, asking different questions about the grapes, the vineyard, and and I think another thing that helps me is you know I walk the vineyard every day. You know, I love to walk the vineyard. And I always find one thing that needs to be fixed. Yeah. So, yeah, so you know what we're trying to do here at Burtek Family Vineyard is uh, really take care of the vineyard so we grow the best grapes we can. And uh, what they say, you have good grapes, you're going to make good wine. Mm -hmm. so, yes. so, so far, you know, harvesting our Chardonnay, uh, that was very interesting and so far the wine uh, is is doing everything we want and good, more so good. exciting for our first harvest right oh my gosh so exciting I, yeah. seriously again i can't wait to try it what is your favorite wine you know uh it changes from day to day okay and uh and even at the end of the day what i like doing is sometimes blending some of our different uh oh, wines so i'll grab like that's fun yeah if we have a little syrah on a cab uh or the bordeaux blend uh, I like mixing them, mm -hmm. so I always get a different flavor. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's fun, and uh, I, I think we might have tried that one. Oh, with, actually, uh, we did. What do we mix though? Put a little bourbon, oh, in, bourbon. in our syrah. Yes, yeah. that was so good. That was for your birthday. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> like, who would have thought putting alcohol, like hard liquor, into wine? I've never heard of it before, but it was so good. Yeah, and actually, it was one of your friends that came in, and he goes, "Hey, can I, can I have a little bourbon oh, yeah, in that yeah. straw?" Uh -huh. And I go, "You're kidding me, right?" He goes, "No." Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we did it, and I, and I tasted a little bit. I go, oh, "My God, this is good." <laughs> it's really good. So yeah. it was, it was a big hit that day on your birthday. Yeah, I know. but you know, it, it kind of tasted really good port. It, it totally did. Yeah. Which, and I love ports. Yeah. And, and not too sugary, but right. just, just enough. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because that was really an interesting combination. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you had a couple that day. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. I'll have to get some Dan's recipes and do some mixing on the blog of yeah. suggestions, but that's a, that's a great idea. Um, so what's the future? What do you see? You know, uh, as long as uh, the family's happy and we're all continue that passion, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel it. I wouldn't have said it six months ago. Uh, didn't even think uh, we'd have you know because we bottled our our first uh, bottling December of twenty. 
So since then, we've already had like four other bottlings. Right. So, you know, everything is going good. Families have wine that's good. And, and really, I think that's probably the most important thing for us is to be able to like even sit across the table and enjoy the wine. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes it fun for our family where, you know, when we serve our customers, you know, they, they come out and they say, oh, well, we were hoping you'd have one good bottle. Right. And when they see all of them are good, they, they leave, you know, very surprised. And, and that's rewarding. Oh, for sure. So that's what we're going to continue to do. And, um, you know, we're, we're opening up a wine tasting room in Vista. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that uh, will hopefully... We already got our uh, city license and our um, ABC license, O2 license. So uh, we're going to open that up here in, in about three to four months. It'll be open. So that'll be Love fun. It. And then we want to open up uh, another wine tasting room on one of our properties uh, by the beach in Encinitas, so right off of uh, yeah, Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, that is so great. How exciting. I'm yeah. so bummed I'm moving. I yeah. won't be able to, when I come back and yeah. visit, I will visit. Um, but I can't wait to see those. That's so exciting. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of friends here. So I, I sure do. Yes. They will I have a feeling you'll be back a lot. For sure. For sure. And then I'll get to live through them on their posts as they're there tasting yeah. too. But yeah. And we'll ship you wine to Colorado. Please. You, you, you are a member. I know. I know. I already asked yeah. Olivia, do you guys ship? Cause I need my Vertec wine in Colorado. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? You know, um, uh, I'm just very proud, you know, to be uh, in a situation that I am and being able to do the things that I'm doing. You know, I kind of feel like a kid sometimes in you know, a candy store. Yeah. So it's just fun. And, you know, for anybody who wants to endeavor in something, you know, uh, be passionate about it. You know, do your homework and, and be confident. You yeah. know, don't doubt yourself, you know, and if you doubt yourself, try to get that erase the doubt and you erase the doubt by uh learning the most you can about uh, whatever you're going to do right be more prepared which more will prepared. erase that doubt yeah you erase that doubt and, and believe in yourself you know? mm-hmm. totally uh, it's, it's one day at a time you wake up every morning at six and give it 110 percent and at the end of the day you go home Right. And you wake up the next morning, you keep going, and you know, sooner or later, the, uh, everything will be clear in your road, your journey, and, and it makes it fun. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Okay, one last cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you as well. All right, everybody, if you are in the Encinitas area, you've got to come to Vertec. Well, Vista, Encinitas, we've got tasting rooms happening. If you become a member, you can come to this beautiful property, have a glass, bring some friends, do a tasting. I can't say enough. I just, I not only do I love the wine, I just love the feeling that I have when I'm here. It feels special. It feels like family. You guys are out talking to us. Like, it's a really amazing experience. And Dustin wanted me to do a call out to the charcuterie boards that you guys do, because those are awesome. Um, It's just a really lovely experience. So if you're in the area, you have to be here, go online, you ship. I mean, you do ship, so they can check out online too. We'll link to everything. And Dominic, thank you so much for providing this for us and great wine and for your time today. All right, everybody, I will see you on the next see you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to see pictures of you listening to the show, a screenshot of your favorite episode, and or 
your favorite wines. Share them with me. Just follow and tag at Crystal Uncorked. I can't wait to see you there. All right. I'll see you on the next CU.